Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029, and we are recapping some of the big entertainment news and gossip from the week of April 17th, 2023. We talked about this last episode because we had Coachella the first weekend, and we found that Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes had kind of reunited, okay? they There was a dance. There was some kissing. Um, and then all of a sudden, the reps are like, oh, no, they're not back together. They're just friends. Lots of love there. Yeah, right. Because TMZ mm-hmm. then caught Sean and Camila walking hand in hand or hand in hand down the streets of Santa Monica just last week. So don't don't tell me that, oh, they're just friends, just a lot of love, because I'm sorry. We talked about this again last podcast, but that's cool. You guys are friends, but at least with my friends that are females, we don't walk hand in hand, nor do we kiss like that. And plus, my wife would be very upset with me if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just look, just come out and say it. They're back together. Let's just let's just bring it all out there and just say, look, hey, guys, we're back together. Well, the thing and, you is, know, maybe it's they like, will. Well, and the, well, then why issue a statement at all? Exactly. It's like. Just, I mean, we don't have to say, oh, no, we're just friends. Like, you're just doing that to stir the pot because she they're saying one thing, issuing a statement saying one thing, and then doing a completely different that contradicts their statements. So it's like they know exactly what they are doing. They have done it since, like, the pandemic. I mean, they really have. Like, they've always been this kind of PR-driven couple. And, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, just say it or don't yeah. say it. But I mean, yeah. you don't have to make a statement lying because then, I mean, that just you're, you're losing the trust of your of your followers and your fans, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, look, just and like you said, it, maybe it's a PR stunt. Maybe there's a new song coming out. I don't know. You know, I think I think you said that in the last episode. Exactly. I and think so. so. And so if that's the case, then cool. You know what? Let's let let's let the new music come out and then we can all move on. Yeah, but I, I just it drives me nuts. I mean, look, I understand that they want their privacy too. I get that, but don't don't issue a statement saying that. Oh no no, or, or have an insider say, oh no no, it's just a one off thing. You know, just you know the whole sex with the ex thing. It was the, just a one time deal, and then all of a sudden you got TMZ having a video up that shows them several days later walking hand in hand down the streets of Santa Monica. Well, this is exactly one off thing. Yes. This is exactly how their relationship started. People were like, Oh my God, will they, won't they, are they, what's going on? And they staged paparazzi photos of them doing this exact same thing, walking up and down the block. They had like stayed together through the pandemic and whatnot. Like, this is exactly what they did before. It's like if you're going to do this and lie about it, like at least do something original. Yeah. You know what? Do what do what Kylie and Timothy Chalamet are allegedly doing. Just have a roll up to the house. And yeah, the rest yes. of it. You know, just be very nonchalant about it. Yes. And if you're gonna stage something, like don't issue a statement. If if you got caught on accident, still. Like, you shouldn't be lying to your fans like this. I think that's really scuzzy. Like, we cannot, like, I just I just don't think in today's day and age when, like we've established before, when celebrities are so stupidly accessible to us, we should not, like, our, our 
the people that we put on this pedestal, like Camila Cabello, like Shawn Mendes, they can't lie to us and then expect us to go and buy their next album. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like you're I mean, destroying the relationship between you and your fans by lying to them or or insulting our intelligence. Because like, oh, well, they said they're not together. TMZ drops this. It's like, well, now I look like an idiot because I said I believed you and your PR statement and TMZ has got the receipts. And I look stupid because I defended you. So I'm not going to buy your next album. Yeah, Just kidding. Exactly. I don't think I ever bought one of their albums. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be honest. You have listened to the song. Yes, I have. Yeah, everybody has. <laughs> yes, I have. Thank you, Joe. You play it so much on the V. <laughs> I, you know, it's just it's just so darn catchy. What it am I going to? What are you going to do? Yeah, I know. So we'll see. But yeah, I agree. I mean, look, don't don't try to. If you're going to make it a PR stunt, don't insult our intelligence like that. Just, yeah. Just either don't say anything, and just you know, if if they get if they were seen with them, oh cool, okay. But yeah, I I just don't. I don't get it. Just say what it is and be and move on. Yes. And why do we care so? I know we care so much, but like, ugh. Yeah. This is why well, they do these things because we is. talk about it on the podcast and it we is. dissect it. <laughs> and we drive ourselves nuts. Yeah, it's our fault. It We're is. enabling them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we got some more in the rush shooting. Uh, with Alec Baldwin, the uh, involuntary manslaughter charge was dropped against him in the uh, rush shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutors released a statement regarding uh, that the drop charges. Well, I guess they said it's going to be refined after quote further investigation. So, in oh, the so they could still be like uh, yeah, back there might be some civil things possibly. Um, I gotcha. They, they say in the statement that that this decision does not absolve Mr. Baldwin of criminal culpability and charges may be refiled our follow-up investigation will remain active and ongoing so i'm i'm guessing that no pun intended they may have jumped the gun here a little bit as far as yeah. you know accusing alec baldwin and the armor maybe not getting all the facts or, or whatever it is you know they go on to say that in the over the last few days and leading up to this preliminary hearing, new facts were revealed that demand further investigation and forensic analysis in the case against Alexander or Alec Baldwin. Consequently, we cannot proceed under the current time constraints and on the facts and evidence turned over by law enforcement in its existing form. We therefore will be dismissing the involuntary manslaughter charges against Mr. Baldwin to conduct further investigation. So I'd be curious to see what other evidence that they got that made him drop this, but say, well, he's not off the hook just yet. It's, it's not just, Oh, you know, case over. No, there's, there's some new, new evidence that may up the charge may still charge him, but you know, a lesser charge, who knows? I think it's the opposite. I don't think they've discovered anything new. I think when looking at the facts, they do not have like a strong enough case with that charge to take it to trial. Right. Yeah. And also I guess and they're like, the, we're going to keep looking, but it's like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, look, you, this is a complicated case period. It is a this very, is a, you know, I mean, look, there was, there was some reports or rumors suggesting that there wasn't enough training 
there was allegedly the the armorer um her name is Hannah Gutierrez Reed mm-hmm. wasn't experienced enough there was rumors that Alec didn't pay much attention during the training so it's all rumor hearsay who knows but look it was a terrible thing that happened it's not the first time this has ever happened happened in the history of cinema I mean, we you, you they always bring up um, the crow. Yes. And that's the exact same thing that happened there. Um, I mean, it could have just been that, you know, here are the 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 dummy rounds, but for whatever reason, maybe by accident, a manufacturer accidentally put an actual live round by you know who knows. You could you could speculate and tear this apart for for days, but in actuality, it was an accident. It was a horrible accident that cost someone their lives or their life. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you want to blame somebody, but like you said, I don't, it doesn't seem like there's enough there to actually say that it was Alec Baldwin's fault or it was the armorer's fault. Like there's no concrete evidence that suggests that it was primarily their fault. Well, and unfortunately on a scale, like, on, on on that kind of a scale, like you just have so many people with their hands in the pot that it's just like there's there's so many people. There's there's so many potential. Like. Issues like there's so many people that drop the ball, I mean, because, you know, of course, you know, the armor should have been like she should have been more on it. And Alec, he's the one that's shooting the gun. Like He needed to be more on it. But there's all these other producers and 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 cast and crew that sh- like there should be a better checks and balances system. And the fact of the matter is, there's just too much going on to have like a clear cut criminal case. I think. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I think this this really does lie in civil court. Yeah, and because I just I just do think that. Yeah. I mean, because like, I mean, if, if I goof up at work, I've got you to say, hey, you, you goofed. You can't do that. And, you know, you're you're my checks and balances, just like, you know, and other people at the station. Like we've got that kind of like we're it's it's we're a team, you know, there's a collective thing. And like I can't just goof and then no one knows about it or it goes completely unchecked, you know. Right. And it's like the, you 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 think that a, a Hollywood production <laughs> doesn't have that kind of attention to detail in terms of creating a multi-million dollar production? It they did. And that's that's what makes this like almost impossible to really pursue in court. It's yeah, yeah it's it's just I too much, I think. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see if if anything further comes out, but I think for the like we said for the time being there's not a clear cut case. There's not any concrete evidence that suggests Alec or the armorer being 100% at fault. So, but we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So moving on to uh BB Rexa, um, you know, we talk about in, in past episodes, the, the appearance of a celebrity and how they should look. And I'm glad to see that more celebrities and artists are not conforming to that idea anymore yeah. or as much. Um, so BB Rexa on Sunday uh, posted a screenshot on TikTok where it was a video of 
of her in the search bar. So you know when you type in a search bar and how Google or whatever search bar you use kind of then tries to complete what you're what you're gonna try and and search for. Yeah. Apparently, when typing, when starting to type in BB Rexa, it auto put in BB Rexa weight. And so she tweeted, seeing that search bar is so upsetting. I'm not mad because it's true. I did gain weight, but it just sucks. Thank you to all the people who love me no matter what. And she did add, I've always struggled with my weight. Uh, B likes to eat. <laughs> I'm right with you. I mean, look, BB, I'm right with you. Same. I mean, look, I, I like to eat too. Um, you know, I'm not, <laughs> it's just, right. just, that's just how it is. Um, Me too, bestie. Yeah. And so apparently one of uh, BB's followers then shared with the with the singer that there were, I guess, some photos of her used for weight loss ads, which I don't think she's she's done or that she's tied to in any way. Um, but, you know, she you know, one fan said, as long as you're happy, then it doesn't matter. Don't starve yourself and lose your happiness. And BB yeah. rep- BB replied, I'm working on myself every day, just discouraged a bit right now, which I can understand. I mean, gosh, how would it would really discourage you if you were trying to work on it, you know, and you're and you're like, OK, I'm doing this, I'm doing it. And then you go and find something like that. You're like, really? Come on. I will honestly, say I. BB's not a big girl. No, God, <laughs> seriously. I mean, this is the same, like the same. This is like the Jessica Simpson debacle all over again when she was like a size eight and performed and everyone's like oh my god she's so big she wasn't she was just she's just curvy and she's got a dog and she had curves and like bb has always been that girl she has always been curvy thick in the right places it's like there is absolutely zero wrong with anyone's body let alone (laughs) bb rexa are you kidding me there are girls at the gym with her freaking picture pasted up in their lockers when <laughs> every time they go in like i gotta i gotta squat more i gotta get that pb rexa donk i gotta i gotta do it i gotta work on it and i just googled her and i don't know if maybe google is helping a girl out but bb rexa weight does not come up at all even if i do Good. type in like a w it says yeah. uh wikipedia website wrestlemania and walgreens <laughs> i right. don't know what that means I mean, um look- yeah, I mean, look, we we. So, and, and sometimes I feel like with some celebrities, they they're almost too thin, and it's, it, it's not attractive. It's not uh, you. You almost like, are they sick? Yeah. You know. Yes. Um, and so I mean, and you look at Lizzo. Lizzo is just one girl that, she's happy the way she is. She doesn't care what anyone else thinks she needs to do or not do, and. You know what? I, I applaud her for that. I mean, you think be, I mean, as big of a celebrity as Lizzo is and how society has conformed this idea to how a celebrity should look. Lizzo just basically gives him the middle fingers like, yeah, I ain't doing that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And and who was it? It was Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande last week or maybe it was two weeks ago. Either way. Just yeah. the other day, literally said, like, we have gotten so comfortable commenting on people's bodies. We have got to stop doing that. It is yeah. never appropriate to comment on someone's body. 
ever. And I know that, you know, it's part of our culture to be like, oh, have you lost weight? You look good. But like they could be losing weight because they're sick or they're not like they're, you know, they're going through things or, right. you know, whatever. Well, it's like so, it's never OK to comment on stuff like that anymore. Yeah. And Selena Gomez just not that long ago did the same thing. Exactly. She was I mean, she's got lupus and kind of battling some things. And so she's like, yeah, sometimes the medication that I'm on, it it causes my weight to fluctuate. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm on medication for I have ADHD. <laughs> hey, what's up? Um, I have ADHD. <laughs> I know this may come as a shock to you, but yes, I do have ADHD. Um, and I'm on medicine for it. And there's I've been on two separate medications. One will make me gain weight and another is more of an appetite suppressant. So it's like, I didn't want to be, I'm, I already struggle with my weight. So I didn't want anything to like be worse on that. So I've been on the one that is an appetite suppressant. It's just like accidentally, like, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's like, I could be on medications that make me gain weight. I can make me, I can be on medications that make me lose weight. It's none of your business what medications I'm on. And you shouldn't be commenting on my body any like we sh we really shouldn't do that. We we should have never done. We we have this weird obsession with other people's bodies, and particularly yeah. celebrities, just because they're so accessible to us. Mm -hmm. Right. I like I just go I mean yeah I just googled BB Rexa and I'm like looking at pictures of her. It's like what? On what planet are we concerned about her weight? Truly. Exactly. Yeah, there is I mean, absolutely nothing wrong with this woman. No, none at all. So, BB, you do you. Don't worry about what everyone else has to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Megan Thee Stallion. She's uh, she's on the make cover of Elle magazine, and she it's like a she wrote this as a first person essay, um, which oh. I thought was great because I I actually read most of it. Um, and so she talks basically about her life since the whole Tory Lane shooting. And so I'm going to, I'm going to pull some of the comments that she had from this. Um, as far as, you know, her life since, since the whole thing, you know, she says, quote, when the guilty verdict came on December 23rd, 2022, it was more than just vindication for me. It was a victory for every woman who has ever been shamed, dismissed and blamed for a violent crime committed against them. Now, this all stemmed from when we first found out about when this uh, happened in July of 2020. I guess she says, you know, for years, my attacker laughed and joked about my trauma. Uh, my attacker peddled false narratives. She, I, she doesn't name Tori by name, but obviously we all know who she's talking about. Um, yeah. And so, you know, she... I mean, in a way, kind of messed with her mental health, too, to do that. I mean, she says, quote, imagine how it feels to be called a liar every day. Yep. And so. I mean, she I, was I'm, villainized in such oh, a yeah. really disgusting way. And this is I'll get off my soapbox, but this is this is truly what it's like, not only for women, particularly emphatically women of color, period. When a, a woman of color says something or makes an allegation or whatever, we do not come with grace and patience and kindness and compassion. We come with accusations and rebuttals. And it's it's it is horrible. And the way everyone treated her or too many people treated her when all of this went down 
unacceptable. Yeah. And I'm, I hope that she, she does feel vindicated. Yeah. Hell, I felt vindicated for her. Yeah. And so she's talked about how she's kind of healed these last few months. She says, quote, these last few months I've been healing after being in such a dark place. The physical and mental scars in this entire ordeal will always sting, but I'm taking the appropriate steps to resume my life. She talks about uh, spending time with her dogs, hanging out with her manager, uh, even praying. And so, you know, she says that, you know, growing up, they always made me feel like I could dust myself off, get back up and keep going. She's talking about um, her mom and her grandma. She says, navigating these emotions without my mom or great grandma has been challenging. And I still miss their guidance and reassurance. At the same time, I'm thankful for that the situation brought me closer to one of my cousins. I talked to her every single day, but it never clicked that she was my best friend until I endured this experience. And goes on to talk about, you know, the journey that she's been on, the healing process. And she then goes on to say, um, quote, my purpose is for these words to serve as the final time that I'll address anything regarding this case in the press. I understand the public intrigue, but for the sake of my mental health, I don't plan to keep reliving the most traumatic experience of my life over and over again. I'm choosing to change the narrative because I'm more than just my trauma. And I agree. I mean, you you can't live. I mean, it was a horrible thing that happened and you can't live in that space where that's what defines you like this, this, this trauma. No, I mean, you got to for the sake of yourself, you got to move past that. And then that's what that's what Megan the Stallion's. Whole point of this essay is, is that I'm I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And I don't want to be defined by it. Yeah, Megan has not worked as hard as she has over the last several years to be defined by one incident in which like a man is the center. She has been working so hard. She's been twerking so hard. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> agree. She, she deserves right. to be acknowledged for her own contributions and not an incident in which she was a victim. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, she can't, she, she doesn't want to be known as the the victim in the Tory Lane shooting anymore. She wants yes. to be Megan the Stallion. Well, the fact that see, and that's that's another. I'm I'll I I told you I'd get off my soapbox, but that's another thing. It's like the fact that she has made music, she has been breaking records and came on the didn't just like sneak onto the scene. Like she made such a splash. That's like really like that's what that's what people know her as. After all she's given us, how dare you? Like <laughs> yeah. Like that is so gross. It's like I when I think of Megan the Stallion, I don't think of Tory Lanes. I don't think of Tory no. Lanes, period. Irrelevant. No, and honestly, I don't I don't think a lot of people do. No. I sure don't. Yes. In fact, I think when I think Megan the Stallion, I think Savage. Yes. And when all of yeah. this like went down, I had to Google who Tory Lanes was because I didn't know who he was. No clue. <laughs> I'm like, why? Who is this bum broke dude hanging out with Megan Thee Stallion? Like, I would be like, I would be so lucky. <laughs> I would be like, yeah. I'm, I'm in the presence of greatness. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? And you shoot her? Ew, you're gross. Go away. So, like when you, when you address, <laughs> you know, like Megan Thee Stallion, you call her like the Stallion, Miss the Stallion. You know, it's so funny because I I used to say that, um, and the kids. <laughs> 
the, the I sound so old. The kids had to correct me because I was like Megan the Stallion. They're like, it's just Megan the Stallion. I'm like, but there's two E's. Therefore, it's the. You know, I can't believe I have to explain grammar to you. They're like, seriously, <laughs> it's just Megan the Stallion. It's like, just Megan oh, the Stallion. Like, okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'll yeah. shut up. My age is showing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the fact that I'm a total dweeb, like I'm such a nerd. I'm like, actually, and, and it's a grammatical error. Blah, blah, blah. Nope. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear your lecture, Shyler. Nope. nope. <laughs> just, just accept it for what it is. Yeah, we just okay. want to listen to Sweetest Pie on uh, on repeat. <laughs> yeah. That's all we want to hear. Which is fair. All right. Moving on to our WAH story. I didn't realize this was a WAH to me. Uh, Netflix announced that they're going to permanently end their DVD rental business after 25 years. I thought that was done. I thought they didn't do that anymore. They're still doing that? Yeah. I, that was that was the what to me. It's like, what? They're still doing that? I thought yeah. that after, after you know, you subscribe to Netflix and millions of people do, that that just kind of, let's just dissolve this without anyone ever knowing. But I, I straight up thought that too. Apparently they still do, and they're finally going to end it, which was the what. So what they decided to do, which I thought was kind of cool, was list the 50 all-time most rented movies on DVD Netflix. And look, we've all done it. We've all had the DVDs that we, you know, we we sent in to 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 get from Netflix. They sent it to you in the mail. You watch it and you send it right back, or you or you went to yeah. the big red box. Yeah. <laughs> you did the thing. You know, you, you went through the catalog, popped out a DVD, went home. Pop the back end of the machine and thank you for for your uh for your return. Like the library. It was almost like the uh the kiosk version of Blockbuster. For the Absolutely. I have no idea what Blockbuster is. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I thought they ended that a long time ago. So here so then a uh female decided to take those statistics and then break it down by like most rented. So the most rented film on Netflix DVD was The Blind Side. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which that I thought was, was kind big. of surprising. Yeah. So the earliest release. Now, the first, what do you think the first ever rental DVD sent out by Netflix was? What movie do you think it was? Oh, God. I have no idea. I mean, what, what year? Okay. So. It's a little misleading, but the first ever DVD rental sent out was in 1998. But the film was like 10 plus years before 1998. So think of a movie from Star Wars or something. No, one Star Wars. In the 80s. Back to the Future. (laughs) No, it was Beetlejuice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was the first Netflix DVD rental ever sent out was Beetlejuice. Of all films, it was Beetlejuice. Now, the fantastic er- taste. The earliest release. So when the, you know, the 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 earliest release that Netflix had access to at that time was in 2008. It was The Hurt Locker. Oh. Yeah, with Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Um. I'm going to do some other ones here. Um, let's see. What was the highest rated 
uh, movie do you think that was released on Netflix DVD? This came out in 2015. I never, I haven't seen this, but it's got, it's got some good names in there. It's got Michael Keaton, oh. Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, Stanley Tucci. Oh, I love Stanley Tucci. Um, what movie were they in? You know what movie I love? I was just thinking about um Stanley was, Tucci. What's that? Uh, Lovely Bones. Oh, okay. I do love that movie. It's horrible. Like it's it's a great movie. It's just it's sad. Anyway, um, I don't know. So it's I'm actually not a movie based buff. The, it, it's based on a true story, but uh, Spotlight. It follows the team of reporters at the Boston Globe who uncovered the uh, massive uh, Catholic Church child molestation. What? Yeah, that was that was the the highest rated movie from I've Netflix. I've never TV. heard of that. Yeah. So. Um, some other movies that have made the list um, include The Accountant, uh, gosh, Avatar, The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, all, all these movies, you're like, oh, yeah, I bet I've rented at least half of these titles at some point. Yeah. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, um, John Wick, Inception. Yeah. My husband loves so, Inception. So the 50 all-time most rented movies. Dang. I'm sure that if you went through that list, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I've seen at least half of those. Yeah. Some of you movie buffs probably have seen all of them. But I, I haven't taken the time to actually go through and say I've seen that one, seen that one, seen that one. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that probably looking at the list, I've seen probably close to half. Well, here, I'll just let me let me just go through this list. So uh, let's see. Avatar. Yes. Um, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Date Night. Yes. Inception, yes. John Wick, yes. Julia and Julia, yes. Men in Black 3, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sherlock Holmes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Social Network, Spectre. Oh, maybe I haven't seen half of these. Wolf of Wall Street, maybe I've only seen like a, a, a fifth or a tenth of these. Well, yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So there you go. Go uh, go through the list if you can find it online and see which uh, which of those made the list. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big entertainment news and gossip from the week, we have new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe. And you can listen to past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>